Hello, I can't do it. Uh, this week's episode comes from a universe where I have a deeper voice with a certain timbre that I lack, and also a perfinitude for making up words. Also, still some Morgan blowouts, but you know, I can only deal with what I've got, and what I've got was stolen from another reality. Enjoy! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Matthew Jelenic. I'm Michael Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. Before you start too far, this week's film is Dark Angel, also known as I Come in Peace from 1980. 1990. 1990. That's 1990. right. It's right on the edge. It's it peak 80s because it is in the 90s. Uh, Morgan, what's your icebreaker? One thing that pieces me off is old people. <laughs> <laughs> but that no, no, old. no, no, no. Not just open general. Old people that say that, you know they get they turn a hundred or they're in their nineties. It's like, oh, what's your secret? What's the secret? I never drank water. And it's like you <laughs> fucking idiot. Like <laughs> that is the number one answer that I've. So many old people. Like, I just never drank water. They tell you I never drank it. It's like yes, you did. Like yeah. you're obviously senile, so mm. it hasn't worked. Mm. But you did drink water. You fucking <laughs> yeah, more. I guarantee it. Otherwise. I'd rather not live to 100 and have the headache that they would have after not <laughs> drinking water for 100 years. I drank only beer. It's like, no, you didn't. Tea. I drank lots of tea. And how they have their tea, tea. is the weakest tea. Like, it look, you, ha- you show the tea bag to the cup and that's, oh, that's a strong cup of tea. Yeah. I've met like, all the elderly people like that. You're like, that's, you're drinking a glass of water. You just have your glass of water. It's like, no, it's tea. <laughs> The, the, these, these people who have these these ideas of what makes them live longer, it's like, that definitely didn't make it. Mm. But the water one, which I have heard a lot, definitely no, is one of the I, stupidest. I've never heard the not water. I've heard a lot of, oh. I have a glass of wine with every meal. Okay, fair enough. It's like, I love chocolate. It's like, fair enough. But I've never had it. I've no, I have heard, heard multiple times. Don't do water. I don't drink water. Don't drink water. Fish fucking it. <laughs> not for me. I, I, I've heard that. Also, just like, how does that work with they go, I drink, even if it was I drink tea, which is 99% water. This is the point of their, their fucking argument. They don't drink water, but they drink all this stuff with water, water in it. <laughs> and it's like, you are a fucking moron. Mm. I wish you, you've probably got great grandchildren, great, great grandchildren. This gene pool shouldn't be there because of you. <laughs> like, be, you know. Well, I, I don't know. Don't spread this to your grandchildren and great-grandchildren. No. Well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they don't take that fully to heart. It's like, okay. It's you try to argue with an old person? There's no point. But, <laughs> They're set. <laughs> They're done. They don't have to care what you think. True. They're done. <laughs> so, oh, you, you think you can change my mind? I'm just going to outlive your opinion, friend. <laughs> like, oh, right. I just remember my, my grandfather, who was a religious man, who was very polite and would not want to hurt anyone's feelings, except for... Natasha Stott to Spoyer, the once leader of the Democrats, he could not stand as he would say, that woman. <laughs> I was like, okay. He he felt very strong about Natasha Stott to Spoyer. Like, I, I even mentioned that in his eulogy. Yeah. And that's how strongly he felt towards yeah. Natasha Stott yeah. uh, It's funny, though. Like, there, there's people like that who I've met who are just some of the loveliest people, but they, they tend to latch onto one thing. Yeah. And that gets all their anger and ire. Anyway, we're a film podcast. <laughs> uh, this week's film was a mic pick. It was a mic pick. Dark Angel or I Come in Peace uh, is a 1990s sci-fi crime thriller. action. It's, yeah, it's a thriller. Definitely it's a not a thriller. It's, a thriller. it's absolutely not a thriller. 
So it stars our good friend Dolph Lundgren as Jack Kane, the protagonist. That's one prime protagonist. Uh, he exactly what you expect from Dolph Lundgren. He's a cop that plays by his own rules. He doesn't follow the book. He does what he feels is best. He's very much uh, your quintessential example of the rough and tumble cop. It's like, damn it, McBain, give me your badge and that kind of thing. Like he's he's the character who gets chewed out by the chief, but he gets resolved. Yeah, he's he like does. Ari and Bruce Willis. So the movie opens out with uh, Dolph Lundgren he basically dies, in dies. a stakeout while his partner is meeting up with gangs from the White Boys. The White Boys. The White Boys. The, the lamest name. name. Okay. Because they all happen to be very white. white. Yeah. Oh, it's but meant to be white collar, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's they're, like, but they're all very white. They're all yeah. very white. They should yeah. just throw one coloured person in it just to yeah. just to break it. Oh, that no. just be the mostly, mostly white boys. But, <laughs> um, they're all all in like business suits. They're like they're they're white they're white collar criminals, but they're doing street level well street level crime, but like mass heroin crime sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the stakeout and through their omnipotence, I suppose, they realize that the partner that's in this meeting is actually a police officer. And while Dolph is off stopping a holdup at a convenience store, which was all very convenient. It is very, wow, <laughs> that hurt. Um, <laughs> Uh, the, the partner is shot and Dolph is unable there to be his backup will also ignore the fact that why was he his only backup yes. well that's that's one of the things that <laughs> that's how he up. rolls it's like you don't contact us for like eight days what the fuck is wrong with you and it's because they were like if we stay deep undercover and do all the work deep. like Matt's we'll, we'll, we'll avoid they'll avoid any uh, moles or anything leaking information I think yeah. that's what they were doing like this is big if we can get this guy who is the head and he's we know he's got people on the inside if we can do it just ourselves, bring it in, no chance of moles. But evidently there must have been one because he got found out pretty quick. The partner is shot, part of this meeting, and before Dolph can get in there to help out, a stranger comes in and actually offs a bunch of the the white boys. The white boys. Yeah, there's a few thugs who were left around to uh, sort of clean up the place. There's an opening scene before this uh, where where a man is uh, driving along. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he crashes. Something causes his car to crash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Basically, his uh, CD starts uh, getting messed up by some interference. Later, we figure out it's the alien. Almost gets hit by a truck, squirts, goes into a bunch of Christmas trees, and then an alien pod crashes and outsteps a very tall... Languinous looking dude going, I come in peace. And then it cuts me. Yeah. And it cuts to a very 80s, 90s synth yeah. music into yeah. a. L- like I said in. at the op- opening of this, this thing is peak 80s because it's outside noise. Also, uh, I'll cover the looks and tone. Ignore what I was just about to say. Fantastic. So, I mean, if we're going to go that go that route, it turns out that uh, this guy that's breaking into a, a precinct, I guess, of yeah. a police, uh, they steal a bunch of heroin. They then. Escape by killing a police officer and stealing his ID. They and then it ends up at this meeting. Yeah, then it ends up at this meeting where the partner gets killed. Alien that blew up the car earlier uh, shoots a magnetic disc that ricochets off the off the walls, like a, a wrist mounted circular sort of thing that yeah. bounces around on walls. And, yeah, yeah, and just and targets people. Yeah, yeah. It just comes next. Hits like four guys all in the neck, killing mm-hmm. them all instantly, and then gets wedged in a speaker. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the start of it. So it's now up to uh, Dolph Dang. with the uh, Dolph gets assigned a. FBI agent that sort of becomes a buddy cop kind of movie. Yeah. Uh, they don't get on very well. It's up to them to sort of figure out what the hell's going on it, here. It's very much your uh, stock standard buddy cop. One straight laced, one off the cuff, but gets gets results kind of dude. Uh, pairing up to fight drugs in this case. And this 
in this particular instance, on the cover, which was a paint by numbers, they filled in the bad guy face with green. So it's an alien. Mm. Uh, mm. But other than that, it's pretty much your, follows your basic formula for uh, a yeah, but they, uh, they're actually, I guess they're chasing the, the, the leader of the, the white yeah. boys rather than being an alien because that's not known by True. the police at the <laughs> to time. Start True. Off with, yeah, yeah, it, it is aliens. an interesting thing because um, from their perspective, like, all right, we're just trying to follow the drugs. Who's taking all the drugs? Yeah. Must be drug warning people, not understanding that there's an extraterrestrial who's using Soft drugs path. to pump into people and then extract endorphins because that's an even better drug from, for his race. Meanwhile, the white boys think that Kane's come in blown all the people away taking all the drugs it's like well so they're after him so they're after him he's after them and everyone's sort of confused about what's going on meanwhile there's an alien going around and this movie doesn't need much spackling because the plot is is quite whilst there's a lot going on in a sense it's quite thin in the way of plot goes so i'll just mention that obviously yes it was called dark angel but it was actually supposed to be released uh, sorry the original title was dark angel and then it ended up being released as i come in peace um because there were two other movies entitled dark angel one from 25 one from 1925 one from 1935 and they apparently did actually prefer the original title and it probably would have worked better than Mm, i come in peace yeah definitely Uh, i come in peace kind of felt uh, really on the nose especially after the first line really besides (laughs) the the, the guy talking to himself is i come in peace and then 10 seconds later has i come in peace on the it's screen, such a so. weird line because he just says it over and over again they never touch on i would have liked so i'll get into this a bit later but i would have liked from that is to maybe touch on where he got i come in mm. peace from mm. like was he in some way research and he came across that but basically the only thing he could really yeah. say yeah i think um, that was that character's only line no he said i win yeah. at the end oh right yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, other yeah, than true, that true. like it was just it was such an odd thing maybe he's just trying to be really open and honest about his fetishes and he likes to f- come in frozen peas possibly i believe it possibly I believe it as Matt touched on, uh, and it's important to, to, to mention, I suppose, that this alien, when he breaks in and he, and he kills people with these flying little magnetic circular saw, he, he steals the heroin. And the reason he steals the heroin is so he can use it to overdose people and getting, and then in, and take their endorphins that the heroin causes. Yeah. Stabbing them violently in the head. Yes. Which they don't actually ever show. Uh, oh, yeah. They show, like, it there being the rod being, but they never actually show the actual part where big pointy thing Goes enters the skull. Yeah, true. I think there's, they, I think there's one shot. One I think shot. There was, there was from, one from, shot. From, from, from slightly behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't actually see it entering the skull, but you, you definitely it's see him impact. violently yeah. punching the stake into the head and then just, like, a meaty jerk back. So pretty much these cops, uh, as you said, they're the buddy, the buddy cop whole scenario. Mm. They're investigating these, start investigating these deaths that are happening. They look mm. like heroin overdoses, but then they notice that there's these puncher marks in the, in the head. And yeah, he's taking, stealing their endorphins. And then all of a sudden, another alien rocks up. And then we're like, ooh, what's going on here? More of these guys. But no, in fact, the other alien is a, I suppose, an intergalactic police officer, really. Mm. Instead of Interpol, he's Extrapol. Pol, yeah. And I can only assume that the way they communicate with each other, with each other is explosions yeah as because yeah. That's, that's the main interaction they Let, have pretty much this movie is full of <laughs> cars yeah, exploding like, is one of the like, main this, this could easily well have been early michael bay film oh, <laughs> yeah. that, he this is on his his, his journal mm-hmm. list yeah. this caused an awakening in him yeah that's what definitely <laughs> he's like oh, he's what middle, am i feeling why am i so hard need some lens flare in there and we're yeah. good to go <laughs> <laughs> there's an alien called talik and another alien who was the good guy apparently called azek I don't think those names are ever said. I think he says, I'm Azek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't even they don't even say the other main character's full name until the very, very, yeah. very end well, of yeah. the film as well. Because well. he's just uh, sort of the faceless Agent Smith. Yeah. He's like, that's my, that's his whole persona. He's like, no, 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 I'm in the FBI. All you need to know is I'm Agent Smith. Yeah. All right. I moving on to 
characters, <coughs> actors, and performances. Two of the performances done by the aliens are basically just wooden. Yes. And then you have Dolph Lundgren, who, God is, bless him, tries his best. He does. He, he like, I want to say he does well. I mean, he's tiny. He's, he's, he's Arnie light. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He, he can certainly... Uh, Better, better, better than Van Damme would have done. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he has certainly the the physical capacity. He's a shredded dude who knows how to move his body. Yeah, and he does try to get across. I'm this gruff and unfriendly. He can do the sort of big boy squint, you know, the thing where people are talking yeah. down on him. He's sort of hands on his belt. He's like, mm-hmm. no, no, silently going, "Fuck you!" He's like that's believable. I believe you could pick that person up and tear him in half like a phone ball. <laughs> But anything a bit more than that, like when he's trying to show affection to his on again, off again, misses the, the mortician lady. Yeah. Or, uh, he's, or he's seen with his, when his partner's shot as well. Yeah. When he's, he's like, going, no, oh my God, no. It just, it, like that scene just takes me back to every time you see him trying to actually act. Yeah. Is like Arnie's scene where he's run out of oxygen in Total Recall. It yeah. just flashed us to that. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. And then flashback to him trying to act. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. Scene just does me every time. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. It's really not great. But yeah, and, and I like the fact that there's this cop, the eighty school of copping. If someone's shot, the best thing to do is to slap them around and, and punch shake their them. chest yeah. and scream, "No, breathe! Come on, man!" This guy actually really is McBain, though, isn't he? He's very, yeah. he's very McBain. Even with the whole overacting when his black like, partner dies. Yeah. yeah. I just, if he had have just said, just the goggles. Yeah. They're nothing. <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> yeah. But I can't, I just can't help believe that if Dolph Lundgren was a vice cop, he would, he would be like that. No. I reckon. No, no. I don't know. He, he, Dolph Lundgren, well, he's got, like, he, he, he exudes that particular, yeah. I don't know, feeling to me from the... Actually, on Dolph Lundgren, he's got a, what is it, degree microbiology? Yeah, he's yeah, actually he's quite intelligent. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's a doctor. He's actually Dr. Dolph Lundgren. Dr. Dolph. Dr. Dolph. <laughs> Dr. Lundgren. Nice. Anyways, uh, moving on then. Lundgren with Lundgren. <laughs> the other real character is, uh, what is it? Special Agent Larry Smith, but his actual name is Arwood. Um, everyone calls him Larry uh, by Brian Benben. He is actually probably the best actor in it. Yeah, very believable as this sort of very straight tied. I make lots of notes. I call into my boss and call my mummy every day. Yeah. I am very much on the straight. He brought a bit of comedy to it as well with yeah. the way he, he he follows those rules, but he, he probably is the best actor throughout yeah, the movie. And, and, and certainly has mm. the most character growth yeah like he will sit and be like no 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 and then detective jack kane starts to rub off on him a bit and starts to go oh, i'm gonna listen to time i'm, gonna, I'm not gonna i'm cool today i can be cool i can be like you i can i can chase down the bad guys oh fuck what are we doing and i like the way that his one-liners always come off as a joke yes because he's trying to be the big tough boy yeah and there's a couple of times where he tries to shoot a weapon doesn't have any ammunition and he, his reaction is great because he's usually he says a one-liner and then he goes it's like I can't remember what the one line is like, you're mine, you son of a bitch. Click, click, click. Oh, in the- <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's probably the yeah. best actor in, in the entirety of the film. Like, he, does, he does a great job. You're not supposed to really like him to start with. Yeah. The, the actor actually, actually makes his, his character more likable. Yeah, yeah. So, some, of it, some of it's a bit hammy. Like, oh, definitely. Lines are definitely filled, filled to the brim with ham. Kind of like there's one scene they're having an interaction and then Dolph gets like the final line that kind of makes him look like an idiot and he kind of like goes, takes him a moment to understand the joke that's at his own expense and a moment he's like, oh, screw you. You meant to like, ha ha ha, he's the nerdy, yeah. nerdy kid and Dolph's the big, 
manly man making fun of him. Yeah. He, he does change, but it, you can sort of see that change happening from the get-go. Because yeah. it's obviously the... How it's going to go. Buddy yeah, film cop. The, the buddy film cop that don't get along. And finally, they're going to mm. patch things up and become friends at the end after adversity. And basically, just the, these two guys, their interactions with the, the two aliens trying to... One trying to get endorphins, the other one trying to stop them getting endorphins. Filled with explosions. Yeah. And so many cars go off in this. Uh, yeah, exactly right. And that one of the coolest weapons they find is the the circular magnetic circular saw that's actually attracted to attuned yeah. to the sound of the human body. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, the, uh, basically the, electric, the electrical pulses. Yeah, so, yeah. Because uh, the scientist guy describes the disc as like it's incredibly sharp and it is the most powerful self-contained electromagnet he's ever seen. He is, and as any magnet, if you tune it, tune it to, to a magnet, it'll come attracted by the opposite magnet. It's been tuned to humans. I almost took my head off. It's like, ah, that's how it works. That scientist was awesome as well. Like he was was that jacked up on everything he needed. He (laughs) didn't sleep ever. Yeah. He he had uh, the the classic, one one of my favorite tropes for the the nerdy scientist with the chemistry shit is the incredibly overblown coffee system yeah through beakers and tubes and all this like yeah so it's got 10 times more caffeine than a regular coffee and he's got all these pills everywhere (laughs) and when he finds out the other guy's fbi he's like oh shit that's trying to swipe all these pills off the desk he's like no i've got prescriptions why did you bring them why did you bring the fuzz here man why did you bring it says to a cop yeah (laughs) (laughs) looks and tone yeah it it looks very very looks like 80s bad action dark and dingy and not terribly shot the the stunts are cheesy by today's standards a lot of people just sort of flying backwards at a kick yeah. or running away while things explode behind them yeah. sort of the, the explosions were overdone like I could, yeah if the explosions had been small they would have actually worked worked that, that, that the explosions were so fucking big like I said I mean this is just like Michael Bafe fans yeah. wet dream like they were <laughs> huge this this small pistol yeah. is is making these things just light up and like it would have worked better if they had have been half the size of what they were it, flames coming just, out the front yeah. of that gun like three feet to a meter long and yeah. there were sticks of dynamite going off yeah it was ridiculous like, it was just a ridiculous diameter fireball every time a car went off like you just don't see the car anymore and then sort of it lifts enough that you can see the car whereas something like if the windows blow out enough you can still see, see the shape of the car yeah then that's, and, the, that's the problem yeah. the, the explosion was so big you couldn't actually see the damage that it was doing yeah. or you could see what's was, fucking fireball yeah. And, yeah. and that was constantly a backdrop every time the aliens were, were in Involved, they were just surrounded by flames so it makes set design really cheap you just turn <laughs> the fire on it certainly has a lot of uh, pitfalls it, look, it, it hasn't aged well no definitely not you'd also get things like um, whenever they had that retractable spike that he would use to inject the heroin into his victims it looked like whenever he was using it to shoot out they had just filmed them violently pulling it back into his arm and then playing it yeah, in reverse that's exactly what they did <laughs> that is exactly so it kind of would did. go fly out and then flip back behind his head and yeah. just flick around all over the place which doesn't really make much sense yeah. if it was shooting right out of his wrist yeah. Mortal Kombat people who did Mortal Kombat watch this and was like yes <laughs> you can yeah. put it in reverse uh, it, Here's, here's one thing though but um, that's the thing though it was what, they, what they did was they, they stuck with that whole thing mm. was because he the guy had a, had a weapon that came out of his wrist and yeah. only one fucking catchphrase <laughs> yeah true, true. you're <laughs> not wrong 
I want to point out one thing here, and it's something that uh, a lot of these sorts of films at this level do, and even bigger, bigger action films. It was technically set at Christmas. That's why he cra- the, at the very start, the fella oh, he crashes to Christmas yeah. trees. It's mentioned a few times. There's two reasons why this is done. One, it offers you some interesting lighting options. It has it gives you an excuse to have, have a string, lights. Have a string of lights around here. It's like crap. That storefront's not lit up enough. It's Christmas. There's lights. That's why it's well lit. That's why we've got some interesting things happening here and there. The other thing is uh, rights for music because a lot of that is in the public domain and you would have noticed uh, if you're paying attention, Christmas a lot carols. of the background music was Christmas carols. Yeah, right. I didn't actually. That's that. why a lot of those uh, 80s action films and that sort of thing will be set in Christmas. Same as Die Hard yeah. and uh, a bunch of other ones. So many of them are set in Christmas for those two reasons. Lighting, cheap costuming and, and sets as well because Christmas stuff is cheap as fucking chips because you can put it in storage and use again and again and again. Sound rights. Technically set in Christmas. You could watch this one with your family as a Christmas film. Absolutely. So, so that that's true. <laughs> Just on the Die Hard thing. Die Hard's a great movie, but the Christmas thing doesn't excuse his accent. No. Sorry. Nothing excuses his accent. No, no. Doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense at all. <laughs> Moving on. Hans? <laughs> I can't do any good voices at the moment. Al- <laughs> Alan Rickman doing uh, Hans. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm Hans Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're up. I thought we were done with looks and tone. Uh, yeah. The circular saw weapon was pretty fucking pretty, cool. Pretty yeah. uh, the, the whole, like, like, whilst it, uh, when you actually look at it, it isn't actually that cool cut, but. Like the effect the, and how it worked. The effect and how it worked and the actual... And this is what I say with, with plenty of movies that have covered. You have a chance to create anything you want to create. Yeah. Mm. And this is... Okay, there was not much thought put into where the aliens came from or, or anything like that. But like this, this weapon everyone. that they had, like not the gun so much, but this weapon, they actually put thought into, right, okay, let's create a cool weapon. Yeah. What are we going to do? Oh, I reckon it's like a saw you can shoot. It's how's like, that going to work? How's it going to track people down? It's like, well, magnets... People aren't well, they, they, kind of, they could have very easily just gone that it was just a, a circular saw launcher yeah. that didn't have any other particular yeah. quality. But the extra, the extra bit that yeah. it's like magnetized and bounces yeah. around and then gets stuck well, yeah. in the speaker as well. Yeah, and, and that's how they find it later and start to push, put together what, what's actually going on. But yeah, that that was something that happened in the writing room somewhere on the line, and it's and it's got cool. and, really- and and as well the actual concept behind the fact that this bad alien is there to inject people with heroin to cause an endorphin rush steal the endorphins basically mm, yeah. and then go home and sell it because endorphins are a massive what they call, yeah. what they call it some sort of fucking weed Be- name Bessie or Bessie in their in their world that's a much better drug and he's for all I need to do is come here this is easy I'm bigger stronger make it yeah this is crazy that whole concept was well thought out as well. It's like, what am I going to do? We'll we'll do this and it will cause this and we'll steal it. You beauty. Uh, And and it also gives a reason for for our good, the good guys and the the good alien police cop to chase him down. It's like, well, you realize what happens when he he gets home and tells everyone there's a cheap source of endorphins. Your race gets enslaved. Yeah. Mm. It's like, fuck, we need to stop him before he gets all the drug and decides he wants to go home for a delivery. Right. We now have some urgency here. Finally, in, in terms of tone, it had some it good... It's pretty light on it tone. Is, it is light. It had his good little giggles and that kind of thing. It's it's not going to be a knock you out of your seat kind of thing, but it's fun enough to watch. I would have mm. liked with the tone as in, like that, like I said, that well thought out with why they were there, well thought out with the weapon. I would have liked a bit more feeling out of who the alien race was, mm. what, what their mm. planet was, just just yeah. some, just a, a little bit more because it's literally... Even how they got there because you just saw just a big explosion. Exactly right. Well, Did he come into the, the, the whole yeah. I idea, assume it was a little pod, but that wasn't shown. Or, or, no, it wasn't. Or, the the like whole thing with even when he 
tells them about what the drug is, mm. right? He doesn't even touch on the what his alien race is, but the whole thing to do with why they're there is in a two minute ish scene. Yeah. Probably doesn't even go for two minutes mm. that it explains why they're there. So it doesn't even touch on where they're from or anything I like actually, that. I actually kind of like that. I, I like it in a sense, yeah. but I would like more filling out. Because I guess if you kind of take it from the perspective of Dolph, he doesn't know why they're or where they come from. So it'd only really be the audience that would be. It'd only be the audience that would be getting. I just, that I just like a bit yeah, of extra feeling. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I like a good bit of world building. I'd like to. If they have a whole culture, I'd love to hear about it. But at the same time, for this kind of movie, I think it's like here's my motivations. Here's his motivations. That's kind of all what's really necessary to it, continue this it, story. it almost felt a little bit like the alien story, even though it was a huge part of the actual movie, kind of felt tacked on. Like, it kind of felt yeah. like you could have had the movie go an entirely different direction if it was just the buddy cop thing, people yeah. chasing the drug people. Yeah. But then the alien thing kind of jutted its way in. Yeah. Uh, kind of felt like the alien thing didn't really have a, a start there and it just kind of interjected in as well. It was like two totally separate movies. Yeah, like really. it kind of was. Because yeah, <laughs> no one else really knows that there's an alien running around except yeah. for these two guys. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, that's the other thing with those, the constantly exploding cars. Surely it would have been people, a lot of people onto what was happening a lot quicker yes. than what it was. Exactly. like, oh, it's just drug dealers. It wasn't okay, in, so in, eight cars explode every half hour in this. There was one interesting scene where he goes to hand over uh, the, the Larry Smith goes to hand over the actual alien weapon to yeah, his boss. Yeah. They realize, oh shit, the government actually knows about these alien races and they've known about it for a long time. Yeah. And they're thinking this is an interesting way that they can maybe exchange some, some stuff. We could maybe, uh, I'm guessing that I'm thinking, all right, well, you can have a few humans yeah. for your drugs yeah, and, and we yeah. can have some weapons. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And they play interference for the local police and yeah. say, yeah, no, it's a feds, it's a feds jurisdiction. You, you just get out, back yeah. it out. We've taken care of it just to. Mm. Fenced them off a bit. Overall, yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't something that really knocked my socks off, but it wasn't uh, offensively boring or anything. No, it's just sort of there. Not, it doesn't give you a chance to be bored between no. explosions. Mm. It, it was it was fine. Like it was enjoyable enough. Not going to be something I'll probably remember for a long time. But it's light on story. But the action is like if you like action movies, and I do like action movies. Like again, I, some of the explosions are, are too big and whatnot. It, for the sheer enjoyment of just going, there's a certain satisfaction that it gets from just watching a, a movie like this, where you can go, it's light enough. And I can just sit there and I can just be like, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, oh, wow. Oh, I can't believe you did that. But it's good at the end. You, like, it has the required result, I suppose. Yeah. After you watch it, you go, yeah, that was. It's got a, it's got a I'm st- in a good mood because yeah. of it was light enough. It's got a strong enough story thread that it can hold up the explosions and go, mm. like, all right, it makes sense to follow these actions whereas some other action films there's no story or so little story that it's just like okay so this is just an excuse to go from but everything sort of works well for it in that sense as well because if the acting was better you wouldn't have get the cheesiness out of it Mm -hmm. but the acting isn't bad enough that it's just terrible yeah which is where i compared it uh, earlier i don't know if we're recording or not uh to your corner store cheeseburger yeah eh, it's not the best patty but it's got a nice amount of cheese on it it's not offensive to me uh, the sauce is just your standard tomato sauce if it was garlic aioli on top of the subpar patty it'd probably be a bit more yeah. work yeah mm. so everything together of its mediocrity makes it decent yeah exactly fills the void that you're looking to fill Mm, okay. so basically saw this movie when i flicked onto a tv one night and it was midway through 
watched it and it entertained me enough to watch it through to the end, but I didn't, it wasn't enough for me to actually seek it out at that point. And then six, nine months later, I just thought, I remember that being kind of cool, looked it out and then watched it and enjoyed it. So it's kind of a, almost a guilty pleasure kind mm. of thing. Um, I know it's not a fantastic film, but like I a Conor Stallburger. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I liked it. Yeah. I've rewatched, watched it again. I think it's the, technically the third time I've seen it through and still enjoy it. Probably will watch it again another year or so. Yeah. Yeah. It fits it. I think give it a watch. It, it, it's a fun enough thing. It's like a you can compare it to a man in a sense. You know, you can have brain or you can have penis working. You can never have both. So it's got a bit of both. You know, kind of things happen <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> uh, would we recommend it? Yeah, give it a watch. Yeah, give it a watch. check it out. I reckon watch it. Cool. We're gonna do some spoilery dudes. It's not much to spoil. Yeah, pretty much goes exactly how you'd expect. Uh, so spoilers, folks. Good guys finally decide. Fuck it. We're gonna go all out and try and fight the alien before he sends off with his drugs and gets the whole race enslaved. Fight ensues. Good guys win. Dolph Lundgren kicks alien onto a pipe and then shoots him with his own gun. And the, the aliens have this ability, like Predator, I suppose, to self-combust, causing a decent explosion. Yeah. Well, yeah, when they <laughs> when when they die, they just completely, uh, yeah, they just break down to the point that their atoms burst. They're like, they're like, a, they're like a Mission Impossible message that self-destructs after yeah. it's been read. Yeah. Kind of like that, but in... Large human form. Mm. <laughs> it's all blokes, though. Big one. Guys. One. One's. I. Th- uh, I think it was the good alien. He's actually a. Um, uh, this is the only role he's ever played. He's a basketball coach. Okay. Yeah, right. I know. I know the bad alien. He's still uh, was, was. Yeah, he's done about thirty different roles. He was yeah. six five, and he did all of his own stunts because there was no one else that met his size. Yeah. <laughs> that would do the stunts for that. Yeah. What was required, so he just had to do it all himself. Which Fair enough. hats Good. off. Good on it. There's one character that we didn't really mention. It's uh, the female. The love interest. She is not even a character in this. Is light as a feather. In light as a feather. She is literally love interest. That's it. Has a little bit of dialogue and helps off with some of the medical background. of. She's uh, a forensic I, pathologist. Yeah, forensic she? pathologist. She's like, yeah, they get stabbed in the chest, pumped full of heroin, and then something stabs in the brain. Maybe it's stealing endorphins. Humans have no way of getting that amount of endorphins out of ourselves and like storing them. If you could... Say if you were from an alien place with better technology, you could probably sell it as a drug. Here's that plot point for you. <laughs> that's about it. That that's yeah. her entire role. Mm. And to be the brooding sort of you're so rough and tumble, you didn't call me for eight days, but God, I still love you so I'll much. slap you twice and then kiss you anyway. Just yeah. I'm so angry, but I will still have sex with you. Because play your abs like a xylophone. That was <laughs> the episode Dark Angel. Give it a watch. Not to be confused with the Jessica Alp TV show. Which was pretty baller. I thought it was terrible. How (laughs) dare you. Next week's pick is A Town Called Panic, a French family-friendly stop-motion animated film from 2009, based on the TV series of the same name. When Cowboy and Indian forget the birthday of their good friend Horse, they set out to order some bricks with which they plan to build a barbecue. A mistake is made and a skyscraper's worth of bricks is ordered leading to a series of events that affect the lives of not only the main trio, but also the entire town. Catch you next week!